Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. Hello everyone, I am Bridget John and this is Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. This is our weekly dialogue on innovations and technologies that make logistics move faster and deliver better. Logistics Tech Dialogues is brought to you in partnership with Kale Logistics Solutions, a trusted global logistics IT solutions provider for several Fortune 500 companies worldwide. Digitalization has transformed every sector in recent years. The implementation of technologies like artificial intelligence and automation have streamlined processes, improved data accuracy, and allowed businesses in every industry, including logistics, to become more efficient. Look at how COVID acted as a catalyst for accelerating digital improvements within logistics and supply chain industries and how through use of APIs, adoption of SaaS solutions enables businesses to benefit from the latest developments. To meet your customers' unique needs, you need to move fast and create innovative, easy-to-use technology solutions while streamlining your cargo operations and managing reliable and efficient delivery. My guest today is Rory Fidler, Vice President Cargo Technology at Menses Aviation. Rory joined Menses Aviation earlier this year to take up a new position created by the global company that provides ground handling, cargo, fueling, executive services, and offline services. Before taking up the current role, Rory spent 13 years with Etihad Airways in various senior roles and has been responsible for the digital transformational program of Etihad Cargo and introduced several creative, best-in-class, cutting-edge digital solutions to offer the highest levels of efficiency and productivity. Rory joins me in this episode of Logistic Tech Dialogues on what he plans to do at Menses Aviation and how technology and digital solutions are emerging as the most critical part of air cargo companies now and in the future. Rory, welcome to Logistic Tech Dialogues. Such a pleasure to have you. Morning, Rajay. It's nice to meet you again. Uh, it's, uh, we're, still, we're still online, but always a pleasure. How are you? I'm good, Rory. Let's uh, let's just get into the questions. Uh, as I said in my introduction in February this year, you joined Menses. So to take up a, a new role created by the company and the role is VP Cargo Technology. What have you been up to in the last uh, eight months? Well, um, having spent a long time at the other side of the fence, um, the, the the first thing that I've uh, I've been doing over over the first period is is just um, really trying to understand the business. Um, I've been having obviously um, not not easy to travel around the business, but building the internal network, understanding the types of systems that people are using, the shortages, the, the positives, the negatives. Um, speaking to our suppliers, obviously a critical part of the uh, of the jigsaw. Understanding specifically within uh, regionals, countries. You know, Menzies has cargo operations in 55 different um, airports, 14 countries, um, and we have plans to grow that to 100 by 2024. So 
It's the first time that uh, the organization has had a VP of uh, technology, and it's just understanding uh, where we are in terms of capability at the moment. This has kept me busy, um, as well as some day-to-day operational um, matters that I've been looking into. Rory, I'm, I'm sure that uh, like eight months of actually, you must have spent to understand what the current status of the technology at, uh, at Menses. Uh, as a head of cargo technology, what are your priority areas for Menses? Uh, across markets and geographies from 55 right now to 100, 110 by 2024. Uh, it's, a, it's a big task ahead. Yeah, very much so. And um, I think um, it, it's all about capability, um, is to understand where we are now um, and, and what good looks like, where, where we want to get to. Um, and, and it's all, all, all the S's, um, you know, scalability. Do we have solutions that, um, work in, in our larger stations, Miami, Heathrow, um, as well as you know Winnipeg, which has a, a very different type of requirement. Um, do we have suppliers that uh, we, we, we have trusted suppliers who we've worked with? There's no point, you know, the days of a customer supplier relationship are finished. It's all about partnerships. It's all about working with people and understanding how they operate, how they deliver software and building on those relationships. It's about support, you know, um, a worldwide network. Um, I think we're currently in something of the region of 14 countries. These technologies and these applications are, are, are complex. Um, and, and because um, they're very much process driven, if, if, if there is a problem and something goes wrong, someone who feels a long way away from the center must be able to get support, um, must be able to get help on how to get around a problem. And, and they may have some local requirements, whether they be customs or handlers um, that, that, that need to be dealt with. Um, and, and to do that, we, we need to simplify, 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 simplify um, and create standards. Um, because for our customers to have a core system, the same reports, um, the same operations, um, you know, we, we mensify so many things uh, in this company. Um, and it's important that to, to support that level of growth that we can do that with our systems. And the last thing, you know, more and more important every single day, the final S is sustainability. You know, what can we do to use technology for um, and for me, sustainability is not, not, not just about um, electric GSEs or cutting paper, but, you know, it's employee well-being. How can we use technology to make things easier? And uh, we, we touch upon that later in the conversation, I think. Yes, we'll come back to sustainability and how the, the broader aspects of sustainability. But Rory, uh, technology is... Uh is a very broad term and uh, it's been very loosely kind of used that technology adoption but there are several several aspects to it uh, how serious are your considerations to implement these technology solutions and i just pick maybe like automation and robotics in cargo handling to bring in cost and operational efficiencies and we will touch upon the sustainability part and employee welfare maybe later in the conversation i'm a great one for not delivering technology for technology's sake raj because you know the fundamental thing that you have to get right is the process the process and the data and the flow. Um, if you just force technology down the business users' throats, then they, they, they don't use it. You know, the adoption is low. Um, so it has to be hand in hand. You know, 
Technology delivered that makes lives easier um, is, is a very positive thing. Technology that is delivered, which isn't um, adhered to, which isn't seen as being a positive, um, people won't adopt it. They'll just keep going the old ways. And, you know, we've all heard the stories that people move on to handheld scanning and then suddenly the ULD is full of scanners and they've all been sent to, you know, uh, to, to another country and nobody can find them. Um, so for me to, to roll this technology out, I'm, I'm a great believer in, in proof of concepts. Um, so you ask about, you know, how, how serious we are. Um, our plan is to, um, to set up a, an innovation space. In, in, in two of our, our big airports, um, uh, probably Heathrow and Sydney, um, where we work with slightly different suppliers that we may startups, innovation people, get something up and running in, 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 in that environment, which is a bit easier to control. It's a bit easier to understand. And, and, and then we can pick to roll it out. So if it's already tested, um, it, you know, historically, these systems have been long implementation timescales. And by the time they're delivered two years after they've started, the, the, the business has changed. And, and then it's very difficult to, 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 to adopt. Um, I'm a bit old in the tooth to be an agile man. I'm a traditional waterfall man. But, um, you, you know, the agile mentality is very, very positive. So if it doesn't quite work and you have time to adopt um, because you're only in one station and then you know when you roll it out, it's going to be much more positive. So, you know, very, very small start. But as, as I say, you've got to take on any journey, the first step. Um, we've put in a, a, a system that that's takes away from the printing requirement of um, our flight packs. We all know if you if you've if you spent more than one day in cargo, you know how much we thrive on paper. Um, the days of that have to go. So we we, we have a scanning solution. Um, we've cut down our paper by 60, 70, 80 percent. We we have some way to go. There's some uh, efficiencies in the process. You know, we're going to look at asset management. We're going to look at capacity optimization. We're going to look at um, handling automation, employee well-being, sustainability. You know, there's got to be a better way than just wrapping everything in plastic. And again, but I think the difference of what we're trying to do is, is do it within an innovation space. And then where it's successful, and where other stations will benefit from it, um, we, you know, we'll roll it out. I, I mean, uh, the latest news is uh, um, Donata in Dallas have got have got drones working this last week. Of course, that's of interest to us. You know, we, we, we'll have a look at it. It only works in the in in the bigger sheds, so may, maybe maybe one for Sydney, and and we'll see if we can get that working. If you can get robot to do your inventory, um, it's not. Too long ago that we had we had people doing lost inventory on um, double accountancy, double entry book accounting. So those are the things we're looking at. Low hanging fruit to start with, um, but definitely optimization, messaging, automated customs. That 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 that's the sort of uh, areas we're going to go. And and the glue behind all of this, um, we're going to build a control tower. Data is uh, version four oil. Um, and, and as we roll out our operating system, we will build a message based BI driven control tower that allows us to see our whole network, what our, what our uh, commercial performance is, um, what our system adoption, our efficiency, our performance 
And as each station comes online, we will enrich the picture. That is my absolute focus at the moment to get that in place. Okay, there are several things that you mentioned uh, in the last answer. Uh, let me try to understand some of them. Uh, you set up that you would have an innovation, two innovation centers, likely one in Heathrow, London, and the other one in uh, in Sydney. Uh, have you identified your partners? You want that partners uh, more like uh, startups, uh, technology, logistic technology companies in some of the areas that you mentioned. Have you? Do you have a plan already? I I have had the conversation with my first two partners who will be looking at the um, uh, the paper piece um, and the second partner will be looking at the capacity optimization. Probably not. Maybe next time we talk, I can share a bit more detail. But, but yes, I, I, I don't need 20 or 30 partners. Um, I, I need people. Um, I need a different mix. Um, the time has come to bring in the young guns, um, bring in the startup companies, um, and specifically um, for the capacity optimization, um, we're talking to a very, very interesting company who, who are working out of Singapore um, and uh, quite excited about working with them. Rory, you mentioned, also mentioned about setting up the control towers and today you can have the control towers. You were responsible for creating that control tower at Etihad Cargo before you left Etihad um, and it is it is working perfectly well right now. Uh, and this the access to control tower is 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 should be on your on your hands with the mobile devices, the apps. Uh, what what is your vision for the seamless connection, seamless ability for customers to access that information on a, on a device that they hold it in the hand. Um, without doubt, that's the vision that you get to that point. And, and we'll talk a bit later about attracting talent into, into the cargo world. Um, so maybe I'll park that part of it. One thing to talk about, Ajay, is that um, the control tower is a fantastic concept, but it also potentially um, is a complete disruptor. Um, and, and hopefully I can get it to work this side of the fence. Um, and when I say a disruptor is, if you can get all of the data where you're in a situation where a shipment is um, moving along the line of the delivery where you expect it to be, you've disrupted the whole thing because instead of watching every single piece of uh, cargo, you can, only, you can now manage the exceptions and that changes the whole efficiency um, of your shed and, and your, your airline and, and now the handling. So that, that's why I do get quite excited about it. It's something that we did very, very successfully um, and which I, I am I am selling the word um, that the, the world of my my next control tower is uh, is what I'll be talking about over the next few months. And uh, I'm expecting by early November to get the uh, no no pressure on my other supplier, but to see the first design of what that's going to look like. So I'm quite excited about that. When I have conversation with people who are responsible for innovation, digital transformation. Something that uh, everyone, irrespective of which organization they represent, something that comes out in the in the conversation is the is the technology adoption along with the mindset change. You need a change of the mindset with the people who are involved in that. So, what are your efforts to position Menses as an organization with a, a strong mindset for technology and eventually attract young 
right talent in the years ahead because getting the right talent is important it's also that is how you make our industry air cargo industries really sexy for that you attract the younger more vibrant talent into our organization into our industry it's been a weakness you know it's been a problem we 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 have a litany of you know major investments and major systems that haven't delivered what they want to do and I think um, we we dream too big, um, and 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 we try and we try and we try and boil the ocean um, without first of all, you know, you have to you have to get people to buy into the vision and, and believe that what they're doing is is better and is an improvement. You know, we 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 have a whole generation who can get more data on their personal phone than than we probably have in the whole warehouse. You know, you can still walk around hundreds of warehouses around the world and you've got desktops that are 15 years old. And, and, you know, that level of equipment is perceived to be a cost cutting measure. You know, the time has come to move on and, and, and to, to, to get them excited that they, they, they have data, they have it on mobiles, they, they have drones in the warehouse. Why not? You know, if you, if you were advertising, wouldn't it be fantastic to advertise um, an inventory manager um, to work at Heathrow with Menzies? Part of their qualification is the ability to fly a drone. You would want to interview me just on that person coming in, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be, you know, there's there's excitement, there's attraction. But if, we, if we're offering them, you know, a 15-year-old desktop where the screen's cracked and they have to go to seven different systems to get one piece of information um, and uh, you know or come and join a control tower and manage remotely um, all exceptions of cargo that haven't been screened by security isn't that an environment that somebody would want to come to whereas you're giving them a book to say go and find this pallet because the etv is broken down and we think it went in there last wednesday that's not going to that's not going to do it build the environment and they'll come so control tower i want somebody to be able to manage 12 screens and three freighters arriving in the next six hours and report to the operation about which is the most um, urgent pallet to be loaded up i think that's going to attract your mid-20 graduates to think "Hmm, i might want to come and do this Rory, absolutely. I can just visualize uh, getting into a control tower with multiple large screens, uh, just live live streaming what happens and in the cargo warehouses and the apron, how, how the freighter is getting loaded and the information is available. And if the person moves into a coffee vending machine and still able to access that information in a handheld device, I think that's a perfect and that's a, that's the best way to attract some of the youngest talent in the world today. And, and and when you come back from your lunch, you're you're going to be flying a drone for three hours because it's Wednesday afternoon and you need to take a full bonded inventory check. So you go and sit in the drone control chair um, and and put a VAR pair of glasses on and and fly the drone. I, I think I'd get a lot of applications for that. In fact, we'll, we'll lay a bet that I will show you the the job spec within twelve months of doing that. Perfect, uh, uh, Rory. And I I strongly believe that I think the kind of uh, pace that we are setting in terms of technology adoption, just going beyond what that the general word means, uh, I think it is it's time that uh, the industry will attract the right talent uh, to something that they call is a cargo handling. And when I interviewed Robert, he said 
We are not into, into cargo handling. We are into global logistic, global trade. We contribute to that. Rory, on the, on the word that you mentioned earlier, and this is what came out also in my interview with Robert, is the mensification or mensifying standards across all your location, which is an important cargo strategy for Mensis. Uh, what do you think will be the role of technology in it? And what are some of the programs that you are rolling out to achieve this common standards across your networks? Um, specifically around this, Raj, what, what I want to focus on is, is our training. Um, and, you know, as part of me coming on board, um, it's a significant investment from Menzies. You know, we, we, um, I'm in the process of, of, of recruiting nine people, which, which is a significant expansion of my current team. And, and one of those roles is a dedicated training material technical author and and we have to move away from the training of you know this screen then the next screen and the next screen and we have to talk about providing the standard training to allow somebody to manage the process using the technology so once once they're intertwined and you're talking about process and technology you're going to get a far more robust um, compliance level, whereas at the moment they have training to use the system and then there's training to do dangerous goods. So why don't you deliver training that does dangerous goods using the system and connect them together? And the other critical thing is that that core training level across every single station, regardless of whether it's Winnipeg or Amsterdam, is the same. And then just at the top of the cake, any local deviations, you then train those. So that's what I would like to change. I'm absolutely uh, sold on the fact that we have to get the same operating system into every single station. Um, that's both a commercial selling point and um, allows us to deliver the same level of handling. Now, I'm not saying that it has the same function. A Heathrow or an Amsterdam or a Frankfurt or a, or a Sydney needs more complex technology, but a simplified version of um, your Nintendo Game Boy um, does the same job, but you don't have to get the PS version. So, you know, that works as well. Because one doesn't fit all. You know, it has to be scalable. Rory, your, we, we did discuss about... Uh how do we change the perception uh, and the public perception about uh, air cargo is of moving boxes and pallets and getting the uh, freighters aircraft loaded. Uh, I think a lot of the perception also changed in the last 18 months because air cargo logistics supply chain became the, the, the trending words and expressions. Uh, even uh, US President Biden's uh, last night, uh, yesterday's uh, speech to some of the shipping um, executives is... Uh, he did make a mention about, have you heard about the word called supply chain? Supply chain has become really important. Uh, it's about the perception. Uh, as we use more and more technology to gather data, and there's a lot of data being gathered from insights, we move into actionable part. How would you, as someone who heads the technology division at Menses, would want to um, change that perception of from mere cargo handling into becoming someone who is really part of a global trade, global logistics. So we're back to perception and, and you know, cargo is perceived as, as, as being 
you know, a big black box that, that, that's moved around and, and air cargo specifically. Um, but suddenly, you know, for the last 18 months, cargo and logistics has been on the front pages, you know, the front pages of every newspaper in every country. So as you said, last night, the US president announced that his two biggest container ports will run 24 by 7. And, you know, that that is the reality that they do anyway you know it's it's a little bit um you know there's there's nothing quite as brutal as a as a um a, you know a handling shed which is very busy um but you know where, where you have to head with this is people are used to getting their amazon um package tomorrow and 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 i think i think there is going to be a blending of the air cargo that's coming in, all of the millions of dollars investment that the integrators have had to allow you to do the last mile. You know, the last mile and, and cracking that turns it into logistics. Um, and, and I think I think that distance gets closer and closer and closer, driven by data. And I think, you know, we, we, we are at a tipping point where the paranoia of everybody <laughs> Um, saying I'm not going to do electronic messaging because um, you know somebody might know who my consignee is and the shipper will go after them. You know, you look at the banks. The banks have been doing XML since the 1970s or 80s at least. So all of those stakeholders, I think, will will start to accept that. You know, I I, I don't even want to say the word because it's taken so long. But e airway bill, but the whole. EDI messaging is, is going to move to rich messaging and everybody will be able to accelerate things because they're looking at rich data. Um, and so the end consumer, you know, will be able to see, regardless of the integrator or the, or the cargo, whereabouts in the chain that that piece level item is. And I, I think that will be, um, will move the dial to a degree. Lori, let's uh, come to one of the biggest S that you talked about, that's sustainability. And uh, do you think technology application could be deployed to address sustainability goals? And I say sustainability, it's about people, planet and profit. Without a doubt, you know, there is, a, you asked the question and I said, I think the time has come um, about data and, and doing the last mile, but sustainability, we're, we're, we're past the point of the time, you know, every single piece of information you look at, we have to do something about it. And I, and I think um, there's, there is no doubt technology plays a part in that, but I think there are some fundamental choices that the industry has to make. So, you know, once you've made a decision that every single bit of GSE um, will will become electric, technology can do a piece by making you know the ability to to power that up easier by you know how how do we manage technology and batteries? Um, how do we manage charging stations? How do we manage wireless charging? Technology will drive all of that, but the, it just—I think it's at a point where it's saying, "Do we step off the cliff to the left or to the right?" But the step has to happen, and and it has to happen sooner rather than later. Okay. The other point that we also touched upon earlier was the collaboration partnerships. Uh, you said about the supplier-vendor relationship that really changed. Now it is all about uh, striking or creating partnership 
So what do you think is the role of collaboration and cargo community systems to create smart cargo facilities of the future to deal with increasing volumes of special cargo and e-commerce? We don't know what is the next cargo commodity that would be coming through your warehouses and that would be carried uh, in the freighters and the aeroplanes. We, we don't know what it is, but, but, but the answer to that, without a shadow of doubt, is, is data. You know, sharing the data as early as possible so that you can see what's coming. You know, if, if you're talking about world-class airline community systems, you know, the work that was done in Brussels is, is incredible that, that everybody, and, and you know, um, linking in not just the airline community, but having efficient um, airside trucking management systems is all driven by data, letting them know uh, their slot, their time, and then suddenly, just by the fact that you're managing that much better, you don't have a lorry outside your facility for seven hours with its engine on pumping out carbon monoxide because it knows it can come at one o'clock, it will be there and it will be in and out. So, again, the oil is completely um, the data that, that makes that happen. And, and, and those two will, will come together and accelerate and everybody will start to share that information. There are models out there, um, but we, um, you know, everybody, every actor or stakeholder in the chain has a problem with trust about their information, don't they? And then and, and that's historically what has to be overcome. What are those important technology trends that you as an individual, as somebody who heads the cargo technology division and MNCs, which you very closely follow and you think uh, they could come very relevant and useful in the future for your operations? I think if you look, um, if you look at the incredible progress that the platforms have made on the airline side, you know, you look at Cargo One, you know, two years ago, they were just a startup company um, who had a fantastic idea. They, they did some work with one of the airlines. They had some fantastic technology. You know, look, look at that user interface and it's got customer written all over it. You know, we have to become customer centric. We have to work out which platforms that we're going to use. Um, and, and we have to, you know, much more efficiently be able to transmit and agree that data to allow it to flow um because you know i th i think i think the late 90s um of offshoring your supply chain um is going to change very very quickly and being understanding an, a nearshoring model where you you know you have a lot more warehouses locally so that the the, the local um transition from coming into to a warehouse at an airport and then going on to um, onto the road or rail transport network and the integration of that to then go to a local warehouse, um, I think will grow incredibly. You know, I, I think countries will want to nearshore um, their medical PPE. I think they'll want to nearshore, um, I, think, I think the food chain, the food supply and the perishables will be a fascinating development. And then, you know, what, what's the climate going to drive? Where, where is this sustainability? How are we going to fix that problem? Um, and, you know, the logistics, <laughs> the logistics when it isn't working, suddenly you wake up and... and you, you, you're not sure. You're not sure if it's 
why, why, why is there no fresh fruit on the on in the supermarket on Saturday when I want to go and um, I wanted to go and buy something? It wasn't there, and it wasn't there because um, that chain is broken because there's a problem in Spain. Um, and, and, and the food is there, but, but we can't physically move it because there aren't any lorry drivers in the UK. You know, that has to get fixed. And that, that, that security of that uh, digital chain has to be maintained. And, uh, and I think, you know, it will become far more localised. Um, I wouldn't say you've heard it here first, but I think that's where the opinion is going. Drones will be the next thing. Rory, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much you. for your time. Anytime. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much to you as well. That was Rory Fidlow, Vice President Cargo Technology at Mensis Aviation. Join me next Thursday as I bring you a new guest in a fresh episode of Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. Until next Thursday, take good care and be safe.